We have Mitch Kupchak hot takes. Is Gordon Hayward really the best player on this team? Does LaMelo Ball need to stay humble? And plus, we get David Walker's all-star recap takes. We'll do all of that today. Hive Live on Locked On Hornets. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets, local experts every single day, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Have a good show today. A lot of spicy stuff from Mitch Kupchak. Uh, Wait, would you say say we have a couple of hot salamis to talk about? We have a couple of hot dogs. Oh, boy. That's that's for the after show, guys. We need to bring in some... uh, (laughs) David Walker has a couple of Air Jordans, just one pair of Air Jordans. And Michael, I think you mean Michael Air Jordans. Air Michael Jordans, I think is what you mean. (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) I do mean that. I think uh, he's got a couple of Washington Command Airs that he wore. They're sweet. We're going to get to that in a moment. David Walker joining us to talk about his favorite weekend, one of his favorite weekends, All-Star Weekend that just took place. Talking about, is that true? I just threw that on you. You don't have to accept that. Is that my favorite weekend? Oh, yeah, by far. One of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was safe to assume. You gave me a look. No, 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 no. I'm just glad to be seen. I'm glad to finally be seen. You are seen. Your Twitter handle is seen as well. If you can't (laughs) see it, you can follow him. Uh, on Twitter at David B. Walker, Doug Branson, LOH at Walker Mail, Locked on Hornets. Check us out on YouTube as well, where you can catch this whole thing live. So, yeah, I wanted to play with the graphics, too. Like, I noticed you had that up in the cold open, but I got a little scared because I have a real hard time doing the reverse thing when looking at a camera. Because if I look this way, right, I'm really looking mm-hmm. to my right, even though it mm-hmm. seems left here. I don't want to get that wrong and look like an idiot. But I'm going yeah, to try to play. Around. I'm going to try to play with the graphics as we go on. Go go for it. I I'm mean, in. I'm trying to make little new ones. Yeah. Doing doing stuff for the YouTube channel. By the way, uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast feed and you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, we typically go live on Fridays, so you can actually chat live with the show. And we've already got one of our favorite chatters in the chat right now. Best impact. Oh, yeah. There we well, go, we've, baby. Got a, we've got a lot of favorites. Look. He's in early. Uh, yeah, I, I forget the handles, but I recognize it like with They're whatever. in early. I don't know. He, she. Yeah. Be. Yeah. So best impact. We appreciate you. I can't see the comments like I used to when we would have a different type of setup. So, Doug, you're going to have to inform us all about who was chatting. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of comments. On LaMelo Ball, because one, it's just one of the seven days of the week. Two, we're going to get <laughs> comments on LaMelo Ball because of what Mitch Kupchak had to say. Let's dive in. Mitch Kupchak, Hornets general manager, during the All-Star break, talked with Hornets play-by-play radio announcer Sam Farber. Also does a lot of other things with the Charlotte Hornets, hosting the Hornets podcast that they have. Uh, I think it's Hivecast, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so mm-hmm. go check it out. It's it's a good it's a good podcast and Mitch Kupchak was on it and had some interesting things to say. <laughs> you can't you can't remember the it's name fine. of it, but it's a great podcast. Well, Sam Farber is on it. I forget. He's the great. Name. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm more I'm more laughing at you, not the podcast. Well, I mean, I've caught player interviews and I've caught Mitch Kupchak's <laughs> in, <laughs> interview on there. I just don't know the name. Anyway, Sam Farber, he's great. We love Sam Farber. Um, Mitch Kupchak appeared there, and everybody is talking about his comments on Lamelo Ball. Not only what he talked about just as far as his first all-star appearance, but Mm -hmm. what he said when Sam Farber asked the question, 
when do you think you're going to achieve some of this stuff uh, that allows you to go to the next level? Really seriously competing to win a playoff series. And he's always talked about being ahead of schedule, right? Mitch Kupchak has and how LaMelo drafting LaMelo has served as a catalyst. That's something that Mitch Kupchak talked about. But what everybody's discussing now is his comments on trying to compete in a playoff series for real. And when he was giving that analysis, he said, you know, we've been without our best player, Gordon Hayward, for the last couple of years Mm -hmm. and talked about having him miss so much time. Boom. Lit a fire, baby. Mitch Kupchak calling Gordon Hayward the best player on the Charlotte Hornets the past two years. The same two years that LaMelo Ball has been on this roster, Mm -hmm. the same two years that Miles Bridges had kind of broken out at the end of last year and certainly had a great year this season, being top 10 in the front court results for the All-Star game to represent the Hornets in the East. A lot to unpack here, (laughs) especially when providing all of the context with Mitch (laughs) Kupchak. Doug, you laugh. You go first. What do you make of this comment from Mitch Kupchak? It seems tailor made to really, uh, you know, bust up the hornet's nest to really <laughs> kick the hornet's nest, if you will. Uh, I mean, so I got the I stats. We can move that thing. Let's just take a bat and just beat it. That's what we should do. The hornet's the hornet's nest should be fine at that point. Uh, so I'm just going to run through some sort of basic ranks for Gordon Hayward over the past two seasons. Uh, two seasons ago, Gordon was second on the team in points uh, per game. Third in field goal percentage, first in three-point percentage, uh, fifth in rebounding, fourth in assists, third in steals, sixth in blocks. So, I mean, honestly, those are great ranks, and and that would actually sort of go in in Mitch's uh, favor, I think. But this season, um, he's been sixth in points per game, third in field goal percentage, second in three-point percentage, uh, fifth in rebounding, third in assists, uh, sixth in steals, fifth in blocks. Now I put some qualifiers in there. Like I'm not counting Kai. I'm not the robots. I'm not, uh, what was it? Scree. It was ESPN. It wasn't Screeve bot or whatever. I'm not counting Kai Jones. Yeah. Data (laughs) Screeve. Um, I'm not counting Kai Jones and the three point percentage there, but, but those are my ranks, but here's the most important number is that, uh, two seasons ago, Gordon was 11th in games played. And this season is seventh in games played. And whatever you want to think about his sort of historic ability, what they want him to be, what they believe he can be, uh, whatever you want to say about that, the fact is he hasn't been on the court. And so it's difficult for me to say he's been the Hornets' best player. Uh, He may have the potential to be these past two seasons, but he's not the Hornets' best player. Yeah, a lot to unpack, as you said here. I mean, if you're looking at it from Mitch's standpoint across the entire landscape, guys, he is the most decorated player on the roster, right? He's the only guy before this season that had been named an all-star, played in an all-star game. It kind of garnered that attention in the offseason on the free agent market, had kind of been a name that could, you know, make some waves or some large ripples, uh, if you will, in the free agent pool. So, I mean, you know, from a, from a long-term view, um, you could argue that if you wanted to, um, if you, if you just wanted to get really mad about it, you could, you could do that as well. But I think you have to ask yourself when you're listening to this, uh, are you mad Why? with, are you mad? <laughs> are you mad with how Mitch Kupchak has, uh, evaluated talent since he's been in Charlotte and you, I don't think you can, 
be, right? I don't think he can be upset with some of the decisions he's made, maybe some of the decisions he supposedly has not made, but uh, he's done a very good job. I don't think this comment should cause you any stress or or, or be upset about this. And and I, I think he may be playing, you know, guys on another level. Or I think he might be playing oh, in the wow. fourth dimension here, guys, because let me ask you this. If I'm trading for a player, yeah. is the team's best player more attractive or is the team's 11th Conspiracy. most minutes played. I've seen this. I've seen this argument out here that like just, to keep, you know, he's, he's, he's planting, well, but look, you're not going to do that on hive cast. Okay. Well, I'm hey, just saying like, hey, you don't know what David are, Griffin's listened to. You don't listen, know. What, you don't know. What, he's uh, not. I'm telling you, he's not. Listening no, they to. are. No, I, I want to add fuel to this fire. I want to just Dump put it all ridiculous. of the gas yes. on it because earlier gas in the podcast, is what <laughs> that's fine. Yes. I love it to add to this conspiracy. In that same podcast with Sam Farber, one that we love and let's do all the time, and it's great. The one podcast Mitch Kupchak appears on, he talks about how he actually listens or hears ESPN, these rumors from the media. And so if he's listening to it and he hears all of this stuff, you know other NBA GMs are doing that too. And so if other NBA GMs hear Mitch Kupchak call Gordon Hayward the best player, wait a minute. Okay. Mitch Kupchak's done a good job. Okay. Maybe Mitch has been around too. a long time. Take I picks. mean, take okay. my talent. Okay, but they also watch basketball games. Do they watch right? the Hornets? Do they, they watch the Hornets? You know, and they watch the ones that Gordon hasn't played because he can't stay on the court. I'm not questioning <laughs> Gordon Hayward's ability to be one of the better players for the Charlotte Hornets, but he has not been the Hornets best player. And that's easy to suss out. You don't need to just take Mitch Kupchak at face value. And I'll tell you why this is important because we are living gentlemen in the age of player empowerment. Okay. And, and these comments matter. I, I mean, you know, and, and when, and we, we haven't gotten to the other comment where he really encourages, um, really encourages LaMelo ball to stay humble uh, you're playing with fire here, uh, you know, so and I understand the contractual situation that teams teams have an advantage in terms of keeping their rookie players for multiple years. Uh, but these comments actually matter uh, when you're talking about w which players are going to commit to this franchise long term, LaMelo being one of them. Um, so I just think if I if I if I were advising Mitch, I'd be like, hey, be careful, be yeah. careful, Mitch, I, I or just or just pull Lamelo aside, right, and everyone else, right, and have a conversation in the hallways or something like that. I, I mean, because yeah. you know, yeah, is Lamelo listening to Hivecast? That's important. So I think be no. careful is a good way to say it. <laughs> it's a good point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no too. He's like, wait, what did he say? It's it's gotten to him though. Though now, like Sam I'm who? sure Lamelo's, I'm sure Lamelo's mentions are just filled with people that have told him, hey, did you hear about what your GM said? Trying to get him out of Charlotte. I think you're right though, Doug. Mitch Kupchak does need to be careful. If we just want to answer this question, is he right? Is Mitch Kupchak right when he says Gordon Hayward has been the best player the last two years? I would say last year, the, the year before this one, just so we're clear, he was. You know, Gordon mm -hmm. Hayward was the best basketball player on this team when he was healthy. If you want to add health into it, it's hard to give him that title because he missed so much time. Understood mm -hmm. completely. I do think when Gordon Hayward was on the court, he was the best player. I don't think that's true this year. And I think when you talk about Gordon Hayward's age, sure. the dude is very close to being 32. We are at that point where Gordon is not going to be at his height the year prior. He's not going to be the same player every single year he ages. And he's only going to get a little bit riskier with that health, right? Like when you get older, that's usually not a good sign. Oh, he'll be healthy now. Like He's going to play more games now as he gets older. 
that's absolutely not the right correlation that you're going to get. Plus, if you dig into the numbers, the numbers you read even this year for Gordon, they're pretty good, Doug. Like people might get stuck on the fact that he's only the sixth leading scorer or that, you know, he's top five in this, but he's actually four. So there's three players like he's a pretty versatile player. And Gordon, but there Hayward's, were better, but there, but the point I, I is not, it. it's not because the, the, the question is, is Gordon, the question yeah. is not, is Gordon Hayward a good player for the Charlotte Hornets? The I'm, question, yeah. and Mitch brings it up, is he the best? And it's clear, you know, even before the health stuff, Walker, you, you and I were on this podcast talking about like, how does Gordon necessarily, it, can he be the third option or the fourth option? Because right now it's LaMelo and Miles and Terry. So, yeah, you were looking at, yeah, you're looking at the counting stats and then you're you're saying, you know, Gordon Hayward is fifth in this category, fourth in that category, when actually that could be pretty good. Like some of the efficiency stats, LaMelo is way down, but I'm not going to hold that against him when we're talking about the overall best player. LaMelo is the best player and we can answer this really simple. Who's the yeah. all-star? Right. Done. So the question is, the question is, why isn't Mitch going on the hive cast and saying, yeah, duh, LaMelo is obviously our best player, the future of our franchise. And I honestly think a lot of it is rooted in the other comments that we we haven't really talked about yet. And it's the ones where he twice he says that for LaMelo to become, you know, what he what he thinks LaMelo can become, he has to stay, you know, quote, stay humble. And yeah. I, and I I think there's a lot to this that, that it it's clear to me that there's a concern within the organization about Lamelo continuing to improve, continuing to work. Why is that uh, a concern? I don't get that. I, I don't know. I don't know why these comments yeah, are coming that's, out. That's what that's what I'm saying. Why are these comments coming out? Yeah. So for me, like I think I think the best player. I think. Mitch Kupchak is wrong. Okay. I don't think Gordon Hayward is better than LaMelo ball. Not this year. Last year when LaMelo's a rookie figuring stuff out did. I've always been a person that said the last 10 games hurt LaMelo stat line because he had a fractured wrist and he was constantly playing with it. And so if you wanted to argue that I, I you could convince me LaMelo was even better. I do think Gordon was the better player last year. This year. I don't think that's true. I think LaMelo's impact on the offense is so great. I think he was the orchestrator of the best offense in the game for so long. You are also working with centers that aren't gifted offensively until you had Montrez the last four years. Other point guards with a high assist percentage have a role man that can catch and finish and, ca and finish with lobs. And LaMelo is shooting the ball at a high rate, which is just kind of bona fide for him now. I believe in that. LaMelo is the best player on this team. Yep. When we get to this other stuff that we want to kill Mitch for, like the stay humble stuff, I think there's some truth to them. Hey, he's got to continue to work. I've seen it go both ways. I've seen stars that are really talented. They get to one weekend. They think they're, they think they're awesome. And then they, you know, stop working as hard. Other stars will take at success and want more and they'll continue to work. It seems pretty vague, basic cliche stuff to me. Okay, yeah. I don't apply a ton to like mid, you know, in that same comment, Mitch Kupchak also says, you know, remain a good teammate. His teammates love him. You know, they know they're going to get the basketball when they're open because LaMelo is so such a gifted passer. And tell me where the evaluation is wrong, too. Like he says, LaMelo can score, but where he's really special is as a passer. Like, is there anybody that is disagreeing with that evaluation? You know, it, the, the, the thing we disagree with with Mitch is that. Gordon's not the best player on this team anymore. It's LaMelo. But the other stuff, like, I agree you have to be careful just because, because players 
are empowered in this era. Like you don't want to have a Kevin Pritchard, DeMontis Sabonis comment where they're like, they don't have a true star. Sabonis feels some type of way and then <laughs> gets traded. Like I, you're right. Like it, it's best to just avoid all of that. I, I, I just say here, bitches. we need, we need to, we got to take a break. We got to take a break. I just want to, I just want to close on this. I mm-hmm. think that Mitch Kupchak is playing old school games in a new school environment. I think these comments would have been great 15 years ago, but we're it's a good we're, we're, title. It's not like he's just saying, stay the course though. Right. To Walker's point, like keep doing what you're doing more than you need to be this way that you're not as yeah, far as staying I, humble and working hard. Cause he's yeah. doing that across the league. They see that. Yeah. All right. Let's go to break. Maybe we can finish up those thoughts. Also talk about the all-star weekend even more so um, and get David's thoughts on that as we close the week and then head into uh, the last 22 games. Charlotte Hornets playing tonight against the Toronto Raptors. It is a huge stretch for them uh, when speaking about the play-in and the uh, playoffs. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or even simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and add Truebill, and they'll cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. Don't fall, uh, fall for those scams anymore. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash NBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back, have plenty more on Mitch Kupchak's comments, all-star recap, Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. Then I clicked on M. Thomas. I'm like, who in the hell is M. Thomas? Matt Thomas is oh, his name. Legend Matty Thomas. Matt Thomas, I'm pretty sure Matt Thomas served me at an Applebee's the other day. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. I'm sure the comments are red hot fire with the LaMelo discussion. Doug, you are the only one that has access to them. Read the comments, choose the best ones, and then (laughs) come out. Well, you can log on to YouTube and access the comments, fellas. Um, That's totally on. But I will will read them. I will be the chat. I'll be the chat communicator here. Uh, best impact, one of our favorite commenters. He's, sure. yeah, he's faithful, he's loyal, and I we we love best impact. Mix it up. It says LaMelo is the best player. Adam Silver thinks so. Fans think so. Leads the team in points, assists, rebounds, and steals, and made the all-star team. Uh Tar Hill PD shout out says, look forward to this every week. Oh. Tyler, Tyler on the Thanks, chat Pete. says it's it's far past time to hear David's take on this year's All-Star Weekend. That's coming it's up true. in it's segment true. three. Thank Sorry. you. Appreciate it. Shout out Tom. He says, keep on doing what you're doing, guys. From Brussels, Belgium. The muscles uh, from yes. Brussels. Tom <laughs> D. Love it. Um, Sebastian says, Hayward is not the best player. Let's see if I can get a few more in here. Frank says... L L M A O Hayward is the best player question mark. <laughs> uh, and finally, AD says Lamelo doesn't need to be humble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, David, you wanted to kind of talk a little more about that, right? Like Mitch Kupchak's comments about needing to stay humble, remain the team, or remain it's, a really it's, good teammate. What are you thinking about? All yeah, that? it sounds more boilerplate. I mean, to your point, like some of the old school, just uh, grab a quote and go with it. But I mean, it's true, right? I, you know, I mean, stay humble, I guess. But 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 there's never been a question of Lamelo's work ethic. He's a gym rat. Like Magic Johnson, after the All Star break, uh, beginning right. this week, was like, he's like me. He, all he does is play basketball. He's a gym rat. He keeps getting better every year. Like if there's anything to worry about, 
I'm not worried about LaMelo improving and getting better year to year because all he does is play basketball. You know, he's flashy, yes. Uh, but as we talked about, like in these interviews, he's, you know, he's a pretty low key guy. His quotes are not things that are going to make the headlines. And so like, I, I, but like, I'm with you, I, I would give Mitch more of a break on that just because I think he's saying, yeah, he needs to stay home. We'll keep working hard, you know, rise and grind, baby. Hashtag rise and grind. So, <laughs> right. you know, th- th- those are, I think we don't have to worry about that with, with LaMelo. Um, he's always going to attract the lights, but that's what you like about it. That's why he was not uncomfortable uh, in the big stage on all-star weekend. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, those comments would worry me just a little bit less than, you know, him saying that he's not the best player. I, I just disagree with you, David, and you and I don't disagree very often. So this is, you think Mitch typically... is saying that Lamelo is not humble. Well, what I'm no, this is what I'm saying that you, you hear comments from Magic Johnson saying he's a gym rat mm-hmm. and we see the commitment that he's made to be this good, this young in his career. And that gives you, that would give you sort of that feeling of like, yeah, he's committed. He wants to be great. But then these comments come out and when I hear them, they're not, to me, they're not boilerplate. I think Mitch is clear. He was clear in his messaging that he's seen it go both ways. Hmm. You make an all-star team. I, you don't have to say any of this. Mitch does not have to say any of this. And I didn't necessarily hear him say a lot about Miles Bridges, about other players that he's drafted before. And so that's that's what I'm saying. I'm but like, they also what don't is have going the same on? ceiling that LaMelo does. Yeah, right. right. But guy. like why why do you feel the need to say this? That's what that's what I'm I'm just questioning at this point. And you know and I get that. Like I, I totally get it. I think you're right about him needing to be careful, right? It's always better to be careful with your star players. We're, in a, no we're, in, a, we're in a player look at look at look at what's right. happening right now with the Los Angeles Lakers. Look at what uh what is what 100%. has happened with uh you know various teams where you know, are you saying magic's are tampering? That's what you're saying right now. Magic <laughs> is tampering. Always got to be careful about that. <laughs> you do. You do. But the thing about like the thing about the staying humble stuff, if we want to take everything that Mitch has ever said about LaMelo, he's given credit to LaMelo's work ethic a million times before. You know, the but has he done it he, on the hive cast? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, great question. I don't know Let me pull. I'm gonna go back to the archives. <laughs> Let's listen to it. Let's take a 40 minute break and then come back in just a moment. Everybody, pause your hive lives. But he's done it a million times. The very first thing he ever said about Lamelo was complimenting his work ethic. Given the story about how it was like midnight, Lamelo asked for a gym to go shoot for an hour and a half, two hours in, and they found one for him. And how that was something that attributed to the way they loved him. I think it really is almost a keep it up, buddy, and you're going to go places more than a you better keep it up or you're not going to go places. It's more so the former for me. But the timing is interesting too, right? This isn't, uh, you know, they're they're not on a five-game winning streak and this isn't some like random five-minute radio hit on like Weenie in the Butt or whatever. This Weenie is Weenie in the Butt. <laughs> this is this Huge. is on their official this is on their official podcast. It's in the midst of uh, so that's nine a question. Out of the last ten games, and and you're about to set embark on these final twenty two games that that will decide your playoff fate. Do, do you think there's any, um, you know, uh, oversight on these coming out of the building? There, or somebody listening to this and said this might be worrisome for Mitch to say this. We should we should chop this out of I'll, the hive. I'll tell you this: if the Carolina Panthers are listening to anything like that in their franchise, they are a uh, they are mm. pressing the delete button immediately we lost they it are, we lost it <laughs> what what podcast are you talking about oh scott fitter didn't appear on any <laughs> podcast we've controlled this entire thing i yeah the, the thing about it being on the hornets uh, site too is they probably thought it was benign as well They're, they probably were like yeah there's no problem here like we know what mitch kupchak was saying and then 
I guess the PR part of it is you have to figure out how can this go badly? Like, uh, again, I think both things can be true, right? I do think you have to walk a very fine line and certainly be careful. And I also don't think it is a huge deal that he said those types of things. I think he was wrong about saying Gordon Hayward was the best player. And that's, that's more worrisome to me about LaMelo being sensitive about that. Like what, what are the things that LaMelo is going to take as a shot quote unquote to me, it's way more so the Gordon Hayward thing more than the, you better stay humble thing. That that's what I worry about more so than any of the comments he said. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that Mitch probably lulled them to sleep with a little bit of the tone and yeah. the pace of the interview. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, well, the way, you know, he explains, he explains very simple things and he takes a long time to then <laughs> finally put the pieces together. Right. And he's I just told me how to make there. a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. It just <laughs> w- looks a lot worse in print, obviously than it does. Oh yeah. Thank you, Mitch. You, you have to have a recurring, a alarm clock on every five minutes to make sure that you wake up and listen to whenever Mitch Kupchak speaks. Uh, yeah. And, and go ahead, Doug, you have some. Well, I just wanted to, you know, kind of bring up the, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about, which is uh, James Booknight, uh, because he's got another young player. And, and I don't know if this, if these items are really connected in any way, but you've got another young player who has <laughs> had some incidents this season um, that would lead you to believe that maybe some humility would be in in order for him. Uh, he has <laughs> almost tried to fight his coach. Um, he has definitely been uh, very frustrated with his with his playing time and his situation as a rookie. And then you have this latest incident um, at UConn, uh, which certainly fired up the UConn fan base, and they love him, and that's that's great. But he gets oh, he gets ejected from the courtside seats, and then instead of leaving from, from the ejection, that. he goes up into the and, yeah. I mean, as look as a fan, as mm. a fan, I'm like, cool, that's great. But as someone that's like, hey, you know, at at, at a certain point, uh, you, you know, to in order to get a team to a championship, right, you have to have players that all sort of buy in and follow leadership, become leaders, and, and if everyone sort of acted like that, then you 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 wouldn't really go anywhere. Well, I don't. Even, um, does anybody know what happened? Why he got ejected? I mean, because I don't even know why he got ejected. He must and have said something or somebody had, around him said had, something. Had to. And by the way, the officials not necessarily earning the benefit of the doubt after they after they eject Dan Hurley for trying to pump up the crowd. <laughs> like the officials, right. they're losing all of I'm this. I'm not. I, yeah, I'm not really saying like, oh, he did something wrong and should have been ejected. I don't really honestly, I don't care. Um, yeah, but it, you I, look, if you get ejected from a, a game, you, you got to go. I don't know. <laughs> like. I don't. I love it. Honestly, you're I just for law it. and order. I, I know what you're saying you're. Yeah, you are. You are for law and order. You are for law and order. And no, I'm. I'm for not wants. creating distractions and not creating incidents. I'm. I'm. Well, and you know, I'm. I'm. I'm more of a non-conflict person myself. I'm a lover, <laughs> not a fighter. Mm-hmm. James Booknight, just leave, man. No, I'm. I'm happy he went back in the student section, and he was just like, it's funny because Booknight pretty clearly recognizable. In Yukon, like right. in stores, that that would be hilarious. Like, wait, James Booknight is in the student section. He so did they see him? Now. He issued an apology, so clearly he didn't believe he was. Well, I mean, maybe he did believe it, and he's just issuing a, a sort PR of PR man. Apology. Yeah. yeah. That's so fine, did the refs see him? Apology. Did the refs see him and like, no, that's not going to work. You you got to go all the way. Well, he, had or a, did, he had a fake mustache and like he did black a, um, rim glasses. He yeah. did. Uh, yeah. Okay. He was like. Well, he was like. I am Hames Juknight. <laughs> who is this James you speak of? Uh, with wow. the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, 
Um, possible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket so save time and money when using rock auto save up to a hundred percent more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership um, Rock Auto is a family business and they've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or your truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Finally, we have waited too long. The commenter was right. David Walker, he gives us his all-star Weekend takes coming up next. Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. You, you think no rust? Do you think he's coming Part, out? Listen, and, listen. Okay. Listen. Number one. Number one. Are you listening? Number yes. one. He's a certified gamer. Number mm-hmm. two. Part game. Don't rust. I'm with Part game. Don't rust. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. All right, we have the comments. I don't want to log into YouTube. I ain't got time for that. Doug, you're the producer of the show. You are the one that makes all of this go around. So I'm just going to leave that responsibility for you. Let's have some of those comments come at us. Uh, Frax from Essex in the UK across the pond saying, loving Shouts. Doug. Thank mm-hmm. you, Frax. Okay. Also says Walker is a secret LaMelo hater. <laughs> no. So could be either loved- one, Walker. Could of be course. either one, to be honest. I like the first part. Yeah, I bet you do. Well, I'm sure you don't even hate the second part. Like you just love, (laughs) you just love the first part. Yeah. Like, you know, I I guess saying LaMelo ball is the best player on the team like because he's the all-star, but I hate him because I don't think Mitch Kupchak means a ton when he says LaMelo stay humble. Uh, Yeah. I, I don't know. Frax. Hey, appreciate the comment, man. Keep listening. (laughs) Keep mixing it up. We'll keep taking those comments. Well, let me, let me get one more here from Trey longtime fan. Listen, watch every show out here in Poplar you, Bluff, Trump. Missouri. Anyone Tyler ever been to Poplar Bluff? Hansboro oh, country. Yeah. It's Hansboro country. Poplar been here Bluff. since the Bobcat days. Enjoy you guys, your oh, analysis man. and shenanigans. Hornets. Mm-hmm. Got to get a good that. Hornets. I haven't. Okay. I, the Hornets have not given me reason to either put the uh, big dub hat on or give a big Hornets. Was that the only nasty? Not even nasty. Was that the only comment oh, criticizing no, or something? Right. I, I, picked, I picked up probably the sure. most sanitary one. Sure. They are, they are, they are, that's, they that's are why I was... running you through the shredder in the comments right now. Oh, are they running me through the shredder right now? Or mm-hmm. is it just because and they so they like it's your only take. you. Uh, you can't run. Look at that face. Look at David Walker's face. You can't run that face through the shredder. Look, that's beautiful. <laughs> That's true. Beautiful gray fox. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, the Lamello stuff, not exactly popular. I guess with the stay humble comment, man, that really got people crazy mad, huh? Like the stay humble stuff. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on with the all-star takes uh, from David. What would you think? Dunk contest. People hated it. It was pretty bad. And uh, then what did you think about the all-star game? The Elam ending is awesome. David, the floor is yours. Yeah, guys. I mean, where should we start on the entire weekend? Let me just say uh, the games I, I think are great. Like the all-star game, even the the Clorox Rising Stars game, I thought um, – <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird sponsor, but uh, but that was cool. I mean, the only disappointing part was, of course, Lamelo's team lost thanks to Jalen Green jacking up a, a long three. Uh, but I thought they did well with that. It keeps it moving, keeps it interesting. 
the uh, the clutch shot segment i don't think that came off uh as they hoped it would that was kind of weird i thought they were actually going to do like a, a magic johnson baby sky hook instead they just went to to shoot it but uh those are good like and the, the elam ending i think is great i mean the all-star game is fun again it i mean perfect I think, yeah i think the I, way I they do it is great. it was a perfect all-star game i, I yeah. don't know like narratively it had so many great things you had, you Steph, had everything you had lebron and in uh Cleveland, you had um, Lamelo showing out, young talent showing out. You had people going for the MVP, Doug. I wanted to raise uh, yeah. an issue with you because you bagged on Joel Embiid, said said you, that he lost them the game, but I did. I he mean, was trying I mean, to go I, for it. I know, but yeah. he was trying to go for it. He was trying. I mean, to get I'm not. That MVP. I'm, I'm certainly the the yeah. The worst thing is to not try, uh, okay. but the second worst thing is to try and fail, and that's what he did. <laughs> and that's what Joel. <laughs> oh, stop it now! Fail, fail again. Fail, fail better. Uh, but yeah, I mean, let's just get into the meat of this thing. Uh, the three-point contest, yeah, you know, it, it was Congrats okay. Who, <laughs> did you guys yeah. hear these comments that MJ yeah. had for Cat? Oh, I knew exactly what he was saying when people saw that. Some people thought that he didn't know who Cat was, which is also kind of funny, but also right. I knew exactly what he was saying because we were coming off that game where Cat just torched the Hornets down the end, and he was basically like, F, F you. you. <laughs> I saw what you did. I saw what you It's great. To, well, here's a couple of things. It's great. I love just happy MJ. I hate oh, this man. idea that like MJ just sits in this ivory tower and doesn't enjoy the game anymore. I hate that idea that people have of him. So to see sort of Uncle Mike come down and just hang out with all of the and just go all F of the, you, F you, F you, yeah, F, F you, you, you be. <laughs> well, F it you, is you different be. from him, and I've I've loved talking about Michael Jordan and the transition of the dude over the last like decade or so, and we can go back to the last dance documentary where that kind of riled up a lot of the things that he used to be about. And I think he's changed so much in a lot of different areas, but you don't see that, right? Like Michael is mm -hmm. a lot more out and about. He is yucking it up with a bunch of the players that are there in the all-star game. So I thought that was cool to see with Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, I think Luca. Yeah, I was about to say Luca was the other star that he talked with. That's so that the cool, cool part about all-star weekend as a whole. That's why I love it. You have all these guys current and then especially this year with the 75th anniversary, the former guys coming in, you can see a different side of their personality. You know, it's always awkward. It's always weird. You know, the blazers instead of the leather jackets and they have the leather jackets. You're seeing them on social media, how they brought the guys. I mean, the the throwaway videos of these guys doing this was a I choice. Was I love the Scotty. I, I love Scotty Pippen not being there. I I love uh, this idea of like all the stars being like Scotty. You know what? Probably best if you just stay home and wave at the camera. Yeah, and then you right. see Ray Allen come out and KG's just. You know, I not, not giving mean, all the yeah. picture afterwards, all the right? Did they have yeah. a picture afterwards with one? Which I was surprised though. Like that's real beef. KG, yeah. Paul Pierce, oh they yeah, do not, Rondo. They do not mess. With not Ray mess like with that. Ray Allen. So that was super cool. I thought they did the seventy fifth stuff. Uh, they did that well. I mean, guys, Friday night uh, or Saturday night. Sorry, uh, I don't. I don't know who's in charge of it. I don't know who is in the room when they're deciding these things. But the dunk contest was a complete disaster. Uh, you know, the attempts, I mean, where do you even start for me? You got to get people in there that people know and care about that are stars that are in the all-star game. Like I've yep. heard a couple different ways how to fix this. And I think my favorite was, uh, from the no dunks podcast. They're like, if you're first time all-star, you got to do an event. Right. So somebody's doing the three point contest. Somebody's doing the dunk contest. And then the other answer is money, right? A million dollars to win, which just seems kind of weird because all these guys used to go in just to have fun. Like, let's just have fun and do dunks and get guys in it that 
that that we know and care about. The other thing is, if you jump, that's an attempt, dang it. Okay, I'm not going through this thing where you're spending 45 minutes and it's got to come down. We're going into like tuck rule territory with some of these attempts. <laughs> you know, Jalen Green's jumped eight times and they're like, no, no, no he's still got three more attempts to go. It's not working. And, and stop jumping over people. Okay. It is I, so I don't see anybody right. else. Well, it's so brutal when you miss an attempt and then <sighs> and they don't like if you miss it used to be. And even in like some of these high school dunk contests, I remember watching if you had like two missed dunks, you're done, you know, so, two or three. <laughs> And that was it. And I like if there is a happy medium of you can jump, but if you touch the basketball on your ascent, right. if you will, or something like that, then that's an attempt. We can try to play with the definition of what an attempt is, but only give them like three at most because I it's mean, just yeah. done after that. And I feel like they used to do it. Also, I hate the gimmicks, you know, just it's when, when you try to Good introduce dog. so many props. When you try to do like the teams, I remember they did the, uh, they did that like I don't know how many Oof. years ago, maybe seven or eight years ago. They just stop with the gimmicks. I'm itching. I'm itching to jump into this. Go ahead. But also one more thing. Also more more dunkers. <laughs> Dave, more Dave. dunkers. More than four dunkers, guys. Like come on, you've got eight people yeah. in the three point contest. You got nine. Uh, it's teams and the skills challenge. But let's get some more dunkers in there. Go ahead, Doug. Well, the one idea that I haven't heard before is uh, to let some of these YouTube amateur dunkers in, and I love that. Uh, it's all star weekend though. Well, okay, like, I, I get it. I get it. You wouldn't only do that. I don't only want to see them, but to have like an amateur, you know, it's like you always. Uh, the only times I watch golf and get excited these days is when like an amateur is competing for the Masters. <laughs> Steph Curry like, is Oh going. my God! Like uh, yeah. So um, you know, there's there is a there is an allure to that. You can't. So you only want celebrities dunking though, like because amateur, mm. like I don't know who the. Well, listen, some is. of these YouTube stars. You, you know, it's a lot better. Star, so when these YouTube stars, A, have better dunks and B, have huge followings. So we're not talking about like just like nobodies. We're talking about people that, you know, the young kids are out there, you know, tubing. <laughs> well, at least have them be um, like a consultant, right? Like be a consultant. Like, hey, this is what we worked on. This is what we came up with. Uh, here, now go try it. You know, NBA All-Star or at least okay. player we've heard of. But this, all of the problems that we're talking about, because it's easy to say, well, yeah, only give them a couple of attempts. But the problem is, and the gimmicks, all of this has mm. to do with the fact that something I've been complaining about for years, David, what's been my, I don't know if you can remember, oh, God, but what's let me been go my, get my complaint notebook. year after year about the <laughs> dunk <Bugs>. contest? <laughs> I've been saying this since 2013 when I first started the the podcast that became this podcast, which I think was called Podcats because they were still the Bobcats. Mm, Hivecats, maybe Hivecats, something like that. It wasn't called Hivecats. <laughs> it was called Podcats, which wasn't a great SEO name, by the way. That's why we got rid of it. Um, so the the complaint I've had is that we don't have a language to talk about the dunk contest. We don't, if you look at figure skating, we just got done with the winter Olympics. There are names for things and the announcers talk about it all the time. And they point it out. They say, you see what she did there? You see what he did there? This is called a, this, and that's why this is important. We don't have any of that. Like we have Tomahawk, we have a couple of things, but we don't really know how to evaluate the skills of these dunks. And so that leads to players having to do all of these gimmicks and all of these ridiculously difficult maneuvers that end up being missed dunks instead of saying, wow, he executed that dunk that maybe we've seen it multiple times, but because of the angle, because of the da -da 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 -da, the language, if we built a language around this to, and differentiated dunks, 
then it would be at least a little bit more interesting. So you're looking for triple sow cow slam right. Oh, right. And to hit certain thing, metrics. But see, and, but, like but the but the but the judges you got to work with the judges, and I mean, but oh the judges God, are amateurs. Thing. That's what I'm saying. The judges don't know how to talk about it. They don't know how to judge it. And so we get this. What it what it ends up being is a dunk nuclear arms race. Um, that results in players trying all of these gimmicks and all of these things that end up in missed dunks. And that's how we've gotten down this road. Um, and I think we're too far down the road at this point. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not advocating to like begin this language now. I'm saying we're kind of too, too late for that at this point. What, what kind of dunk though is like, I feel like I can describe a reverse 360 behind the back tomahawk mm -hmm. between the legs, Wait but they don't say, what I'm saying is instead, you know what, if, if, if that was being said and differentiated and saying, well, the way he made the rotation was way different. Instead, what you get year after year is that all of that happens. And then the people go, Oh, that was crazy. Eight and a half. What? <laughs> I don't understand any of it. I don't understand any of the judging. Yeah, I it's it, to me. I feel like we evaluate dunks a little differently, too. Like, I don't care. You know, a, one between the leg dunk can uh, can look a lot different. than Exactly. Between the leg exactly. Dunk. It's, it's the like style. The power, it's the style. It's all that. Like Dominique Wilkins. Dude, we, we all know Dominique Wilkins is legitimately one of the best dunkers of all time. He wasn't doing anything crazy that other guys can't really do as far as the moves. He just slammed it so hard and it right. was electrifying. Like that's the kind of stuff that's different. And so when you have a Zach Levine going between, it's like, whoa, that guy got crazy air. Aaron Gordon, you know, going under his legs, not even between them and with power. Like that's the crazy stuff. It, yeah. It's when I, it's different styles, different power. That's that kind of stuff. But we, we don't, don't talk. What I'm saying is mm -hmm. you're right. And if we talked about it like that. No, that's all I if, heard. Well, if we talked <laughs> about it like that, the dunk contest would be interesting. Instead, it's turned. No, into if you have people in there could dunk, it would be interesting. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And names help. But we're not too far removed from Levine and Gordon. And those guys weren't all stars then. You know what I mean? But they could mm -hmm. dunk and they had great and they had great uh, contests. And Dwayne Wade ruined it all when when uh, Gordon guys, was like, "I'm guys, not going to." Only, gonna do only it the commenters understand me. You guys, I, don't dude, understand. I get it. I get it. Guys. I'm just saying they'll never get to that level dive. of. I'm going to dive into it. the. I'm going to dive into the warm embrace of these. Comments. <laughs> yeah, the comments saw, let me, I got to shout out one of these comments. Sure. I got to shout out one of these comments. Neil is in the comments right now. He's like, uh, what's that Game of Thrones meme where the one guy is standing with the yes. sword against yeah, the horde of right. people? The one that guy. Is Neil, John that Snow, is, show some respect. I'm sorry. I yeah, I, I didn't watch much of Game of Thrones, but I do I do know the memes. Uh, Neil saying bunch of casuals claiming to be Hornets fans because they drafted LaMelo couldn't name three Bobcats players if Oof. they tried. Damn right, Neil. Mm -hmm. You stay in there, you Those fight. Those are your the people, hordes. Doug. Those are don't don't you start hey, to block out your people. Listen. Now. Listen, commenters, if you can't tell me who Paul Silas tried to choke out in the locker room, <laughs> then don't talk to me about LaMelo Ball. That, that's the test, right? If you can't tell me that, then I'm blocking you. Do you want to end up blocking other? you? Not blocking you. I'm just not taking you okay. as seriously. If you can't tell me who Paul Silas tried to choke the life out of in a, yeah. in a locker room, uh, and, and a Bobcats uniform. The the answer is probably five other guys we don't know about. Just what's the story that actually broke so that the media and that the public would know. Do you want to end on some comments or do you want to end there? Are they too nasty or can we get to some other ones? Um, uh, I'll try that? to, I'll try to pull a few. Okay. Um, 
Oh, I like this one here from okay. Flyboy Slick saying Devin Booker lost the All Star game. There You'll never you get an argument. Oh boy. You'll never get These an argument. These are your out of people. The, oh the, my God. This, this is your crowd, man. Uh, the YouTube's the best thing that ever happened to me. By the way, shout out Ken. He's in the comments a lot. He watches a lot of the YouTube. He listens to the show a lot. Uh, but first time joining the live chat. Love listening to Locked On Hornets. Ken. You're my guy. Ken, appreciate you, man. All right, it's Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. It's Tyrus Thomas, by the way. That's the answer to the trivia question, too. We're going to tell him next episode. That's the team. We should have done it on Monday. That's all right. We'll come up with another Paul Silas trivia question and then answer it on Monday or then answer it on Tuesday and ask it Monday. Either way, you got to check us out on YouTube, anywhere else you get your podcast. Just make sure your second listen is... Uh, Locked On NBA for your next listen. You can check out also Locked On Bets, whatever one you want after you listen to Locked On Hornets. Now uh, nightly recaps. You've got them of every single NBA game with analysis from local experts as well. We appreciate you hopping on. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back with you on Monday.